recording. We got the mics. We got the headphones. We got the butt for. What's the butt for? For pooping, silly. Ha! Got him. Got him. Uh, <laughs> don't fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Every every day, like when I when it's I think all gold. It. it is. Oh, totally. It's all gold. <laughs> I don't edit out anything. My words are a gift to the nation. So uh, <laughs> every day I think about the fact that they let me be a father. <laughs> like there was, I didn't have to fill out any paperwork. Really, like yeah. they were just like that guy. Oh yeah, he can. He's allowed to create life. Yeah, the fact that there's no, like, license needed to have children is surprising. You know how many licenses I've had to apply for to open businesses? And none to be a dad. Not a one. Yep. <laughs> I had to train for two and a half years before I got a license. You know how long I had to train before I had a kid? Zero. Zero. Zero, Zero. long. But I mean, like... Once you put a license on that, that gets into like all this eugenics and some weird shit. You know, that's some big questions. <laughs> some big questions, some bigger answers. Yeah. Uh, probably shouldn't be gating um, people that have children. I'm just saying that I've, I, I needed uh, more training to become an insurance agent than I did to have a child. So yeah, maybe just like a handful of basic prerequisites. I'm not even saying that like that, like it needs to be like allowed. Like you can't have a kid if you don't do this thing. It's just like the government requires it before like they hand you the kid. You got to go take a free, you know, I don't know, 30 minute course. Like this is how you change a diaper. This is how make sure they don't die. Like like there's like 15 million signs when you walk into any sort of hospital where it's like baby sleeps on back. Nothing in crib. Like <laughs> like the list of things that will like murder your child if you do it. Yeah. Just like make sure they have to like watch a video. That's all I'm saying. Like before they can leave with the child. Just like like maybe a free webinar, you know, something like that. Look, think about like all the terms and agreements you have to sign if you try to do anything for like the Secretary of State office online. Like if yeah. you try to like re like re up your license or whatever. Like you have to fill out a bunch of stuff. You don't have to fill out shit when you have kids. No, <laughs> you don't even have to apply for a social security card or fucking um birth certificate. Like that's a thing you do after the fact. Like, I could have just chosen not for my kids to not have a birth certificate. Until I wanted to mail the government, like, 20 bucks or whatever it was. What the hell? Yeah, that's not, they don't, like, hand that to you. <laughs> it's not, like, you don't just, like, have it. <laughs> just so you know. What is life and why are we here? Uh, I just told you, I'm here to, uh, I'm here as a gift. This, I'm for everybody else, really, you know. I'm just a big, hairy American winning machine. Do you mean I wake here, up in like, the morning and I piss like, Why are we in this canyon? Or here, like, why do we exist? <laughs> Lately, I've been here to uh, write comic books and play Frostpunk. That's what I've been up to. Now, Frostpunk, what is that? So, Frostpunk is nothing like what it sounds like. <laughs> it's a base-building strategy game for PC. And I think maybe it came out to other other platforms. But essentially, it's like a steampunk victorian like england or maybe a little bit later we're talking maybe like closer to industrial revolution you can't really tell because it's steampunk but like the world is ending because the sun's going out spoilers um <laughs> they make it seem like it's such a big revelation later on in the game where you find out the sun's going out i'm like well what else would be causing <laughs> internal winter 
Like, what were the other options that I had? Uh, but anyways, so you play the captain, basically, you know, just the the all-seeing god that clicks on people and makes them do jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're leading a group of survivors who have left London to form a new city and to, like, be the last bastion of survival for the world. So you have to, you know, ha- send people on jobs. Some people, like, have to go to the sawmill. Other people have to go to the coal mine. And it's all about, like, upgrading your generator in time and feeding enough people to keep the civilization going as the one final storm hits. So you have 48 days essentially to do that. Okay. It's a really, really fun game. I dig it. I really like it. It's bugged right now, which kind of sucks. Um, it was perfect for a long time. And then they put out like the newest release and now it's sucky, but that's what I've been doing. <laughs> like I had a bunch of deadlines due <laughs> for comic books. And uh, so I was writing that. And then as soon as I was done, I like do stuff with the kids. And when, as soon as they were done, my wife's like, are we going to do something fun? I'm like, no, I have to make sure uh, <laughs> life finds a way. I have to, <laughs> I have to make sure <laughs> that my, my alternate uh, universe Londoners survive the apocalypse. Sorry, honey. This is more important. It's bigger than me and you. Okay. The Terrence Republic. <laughs> you, it's like one of those first games, like, like usually with like an RTS or anything like that, like you name your captain, you name your civilization, your city or whatever. None of that. None of that here. They don't mess around with any of that bullshit. When people die, it tells you their name. It's like, it's like Philip died. It's like full on like Oregon Trail. It's like <laughs> Philip died because we had to amputate his leg and you didn't build the amputee station fast enough. And uh, and then his brother, Terrence, he survived and he's also an amputee, but you never built the prosthetics for the factory. Instead, you built automatons so you didn't have to pay us wages to work in the mines. So he also is just miserable. <laughs> oh, God. Like, what is this game? <laughs> it gets so dark. Why? And uh, uh, <laughs> towards the end of the game, like so like say you, you survive everything. But if like. You you go down two paths. You can like go full uh, like authoritarian and like you run the government and <laughs> the, and just control everybody with an iron fist. Like it keeps law and order, but like they're not allowed to like have fun shit like that. <laughs> if right. you do that, like they just like like murder you with steam. <laughs> oh, That's fun. like your ending. Yeah, I don't know. I love the game though. It's solid. <laughs> ten out of ten. Would would die in a frozen wasteland again? Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, you doing anything cool? Um, not a ton lately. Last two days, I've actually had a consecutive migraine, so it put a damper on a lot of anything I wanted to do. Yeah, yeah, I, I can believe that. What about now? How you um, feeling? I'm feeling great right now. <laughs> feeling fan-fucking-tastic. Just got off work, having a great night. I have been drinking. Uh, just started started day drinking. That's really been picking up my days. Oh, I'm I'm hitting the the hard stuff right now. I got a small Wendy's root beer. I have a diet peach clear American. Mm. The fuck uh, is that? <laughs> so here's the thing. So me and my <laughs> wife we're trying to trying to get off soda again. We put on a little bit of weight in co- in COVID quarantine, and so we were like, let's stop DoorDashing unhealthy food let's stop drinking so much soda because we don't buy soda we get it like with like if we get like mcdonald's or whatever you know yeah you, know, you, get, a, you get a pizza way. delivered they give you a two liter right yep 
so I'm like, well, because before we were doing really good because we don't just buy it. Like, I don't just buy like a case of pop, so it was fine. But now I'm ordering out all this fucking food, so I'm just drinking gallons of soda that I wasn't drinking before, and it's starting to show. So I was like, hey, what I'll do is I'll buy us some like sparkling water to get us off of it. You know, like one of those like seltzer type things. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like like a peach farted and they bottled it. <laughs> <laughs> like LaCroix, like that that kind of thing. Like just like a fucking apple sneezed and they captured it and they shoved it in some water with some carbonation. That's what I wanted. And one of those brands that Walmart sells is a cheaper brand called Clear American. It's pretty solid. Well, I was not paying attention. And instead, I bought the Clear American with, that's basically just diet soda. It's just like filled to the brim with aspartame, oh, cool. which is not as bad as people think for you. As long as you get it and it hasn't been sitting in a warehouse for a year. And you don't drink it all the time, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure both of those things are true for Clear American. Like, I'm sure it was in a warehouse for a million years, heated and shit. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, and I have been drinking it all the time because I bought two cases worth. <laughs> <laughs> it's like meant did. to wean us off. So we're going to drink this as like a mid-step. And then we're going to the sparkling waters. And then hopefully just water and I don't know, whatever else vegans drink. Like coconut juice or some shit. I think it's like... Uh... Like the water from your gutters, mm, probably. Mm. Yeah, a lot of flavor there. A lot of flavor. A lot of uh, that, uh, fermented leaf flavor in it. Yeah, probably. nothing better. Nothing better. In fact, uh, speaking of fermented leaves, I thought someone was smoking a cigar on their balcony. It was starting to piss me off. I started complaining to my neighbors, and they're like, "No one is smoking cigars. What the fuck are you talking about?" It turns out I just had I packaged up some leaves to get them off my balcony, and then I forgot to bring them in. I've just been sitting rotting on my porch. You dumb piece of shit. <laughs> I'm like wafting into the house when I had the window open. <laughs> so that's what I've been smelling. So I, I complained for no reason. And they're like, this is why no one talks to you. <laughs> now what you do is you put you take that bag and you put it on someone else's porch. Oh, for sure, for sure. I mean, what, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna take it like into my house and downstairs. No, no, no. I just what I did was I threw it on a windy day, and then it blew to my downstairs neighbor's balcony, and now You're they're doing right. With it. And then I smoke a cigar because they can't tell. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, I tried Among Us recently. You know me trying to stay hip with the kids on the TikTok and stuff. So I tried Among Us. Dude, that, that game, I it's it's awesome if people set it up right. Yeah. So I've like there there's like a like a really good version. Like if you have like two imposters and you leave enough time for deliberation and semi short rounds, so it's like there's still enough time for something to be done. But I I like because kids are awful and they play the worst version of things. Like when people play like Minecraft on just creative mode and just like mm-hmm. beat each other up, and I'm like, what is this? Where are the rules? Uh, you hop into random games and it's like one imposter, two second, um like deliberation rounds what the fuck yeah yeah exactly i played with our friend bob the other day and that's how he plays i was like bob what the fuck is this this is not funny he's like this is the best way to play it i was like there's something wrong with you bro that's <laughs> he's like walked around murdering people for 15 minutes i was like i think you need to play a different game <laughs> no no like uh if uh i get a group going again i'll totally invite you and we just run with the basic rules essentially with a few minor tweaks here and there what are the basic rules um it's just like well it, it's uh one to two one to two imposters depending on how many people are actually in the game right and um it's like it's it's like a, a decent amount of time for deliberation and voting and all that 
Mm -hmm. it's, it's actually, I think, probably a little too long uh, right. for the group that I played in, but that's fine. They're I think a minute time. max is yeah. really good. It's but, just long um, enough for someone to yell at somebody else. Yeah. No, it, it's just like the generic rule set that starts up with the game with a few minor tweaks that I can't really rattle off off the top of my head. Yeah, um, no, I, I would prefer that. But, like, yeah. it's a fun game. It's basically, you know, One Night Werewolf or Mafia. Yeah, no, exactly. It's a ton of fucking fun if you get the right group together. But uh, I was having fun playing it. But Frostpunk definitely was, was more up my alley just because, you know... We live in a dystopian future of some sort, and I needed something like that. I needed, I needed inevitable doom, as we've talked yeah. about. <laughs> Among Us was just too cheery, you know. It was not cynical enough for me. So, have have we started the episode yet? Or yeah, yeah. I thought oh. we we talk about video games a little bit, so we didn't do it at the end when everyone uh, turns off. Right, right. Okay, I was just making sure it was kind of a cold open today. Yeah, I I prefer the cold opens, and I know not everybody does. A lot of people like the opening up, or it's like, hey, this is what's happening, and this is the podcast. No, no, no. I like throwing you fucking into the deep end. We're going to talk about Clear American Soda for 25 minutes, uh, video games you never heard of, and then eventually we'll mention that this is the AFM podcast, aiming for mediocrity, the only podcast that aims for subpar and just never gets there. Like I'm going to be honest with you. This one's not worth a buck um uh that's why i said it for free so <laughs> you can listen to this i'm your faithful host terry smith you can find me at resident Evil and on all the other can't be killed creations.com podcasts you can head over to patreon.com slash can't be killed creations give us a buck or two and then there's also dave how's it going internet people <laughs> person maybe uh, a lot of people, guy in the a lot of people surprisingly for us when it comes to our ratings listen to this show and it's still unnerving but i appreciate each and every one of you i want you to know that uh thank you so much you uh so far i've kept the lights on um but if you want to you know keep the lights on more head over to that patreon give us a buck or two puts chicken sandwiches in, in one of our other co-host drawers and make sure that i can pay dave his very very meager salary to keep appearing on these shows i think i'm up to like half a chicken sandwich a week I maybe maybe I just got to make sure they don't put any cheese on it. You yeah. know there are places that put cheese on a chicken sandwich. Like what is wrong with you? Yeah, and, maybe and provolone, the, but we skip the mayo because if it gets warm, it just gets nasty. No, 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 no. Mayo is so good. There's nothing better. But like if it's warm, no. Nah, yeah, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Like oh. I don't want it sitting out all day. I don't want it out in the sun. I don't want like maggots on my burger. But listen mayo like it's warmed up from like a chicken sandwich from mcdonald's i'm fine with that that's solid oh, yeah yeah that's fine but like if i'm gonna be putting chicken sandwiches in my drawers i don't want mayo. no no that. see this is the part we've been getting wrong chelsea if you don't know from our right in the fields podcast you should go check that out she educated me the drawer is in her fridge oh okay which just makes so much more sense right when you think about it like it's kind of obvious it's kind of dumb that we thought it would be somewhere else <laughs> Well, I mean, you're talking to the two guys who read, uh, what the fuck was it, Spider-Man, and Miles Morales pulls out a fucking burger, and, you know, it's like a year and a half old, he takes a bite <laughs> out of it, and me and you were just like, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah, it sounds pretty good right there. Everyone else is like, I'm gonna throw up, that's fucking gross. <laughs> that is one of the best moments in the new Secret Wars. I say the new, because time means nothing to me it's these like days. It's like 10 came out years, like years old years. at this point. <laughs> I can't believe that it's like 10 years old. That blows my mind. I wasn't a father when I read that. <laughs> when did that time even exist? 
I don't, it's such a weird unicorn of a time for me because when I started like reading, like reading, reading comics, like buying just like all the comics again, I had finally gotten a full-time job. My wife had a full-time job. We were, we had like, we were started renting a house. You had moved in. Some of our other friends moved in and we were like in this strange, like, like semi bohemian. It was like what other people experienced in like their gap year when all of their friends are living together. It's like when you watch a, like a British comedy and you see like, 20 somethings living together you're like oh that never happened we we did that for a little bit and i finally had money and i was like what am i going to spend this on of course comic books and then like, a year later i have a child <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was a strange time where i lived in your basement had a minimum wage job that wasn't even full time and yet i still felt like i had my shit together yeah <laughs> i think it's just by comparison we had our shit together because like before yeah. that i was like i didn't have a cell phone until i was like 24 <laughs> I didn't have a fucking working car the entire time we lived together. Not not on one. We walked everywhere. Yeah. We walked everywhere without cell phones. I think we lived mostly off Hot Pockets. It was an interesting time. The amount of Mountain Dew that was uh, that was imbibed during that time also was excessive. God, just thinking about it is near vomit inducing. I My wife handed me some sort of mocha drink from Panera Bread the other day. And I was like, there's just too much sugar in this. She was like, what does that mean? You drink Mountain Dew? And I was like, no, no, no. I don't drink Mountain Dew for the sugar. I drink Mountain Dew for the radiation. Like, it's a different it's a different type of thing. And then also, yeah. like, 15 minutes later, I opened up a Red Bull so I could do this podcast. It's a completely different buzz. <laughs> it's, it's a completely different thing. She was like, how could you drink that? But you didn't like the smoke, I think. I was like, that's just sugar. It's not covered up by 40 gallons of carbonation, which is what I really need. Yeah, also, maybe. I love that Red Bull like claims to be lightly carbonated. I like that it prints that right on the side. It's like yeah, lightly okay. carbonated. Red Bull, it'll kick your ass into tomorrow. Lightly carbonated. Uh. So any so. good shows you've been watching? Or do, oh wait, do you have a segment that you're gonna go into? What's what's, <laughs> what's that 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 so sounded so <laughs> like purposeful and me, I'm just meandering. So, I mean, we can talk about some shows, but really what I what I got to talk about this week is I I work in corporate America, as you know, and corporate America finally has figured out uh, that you don't need to work in an office. Right. Like they like like all the old fogies at the top were finally like, you know what, we're saving a lot of money. Uh not having these people like the overhead of not having them in the office where we pay for light bulbs and eating like it's saving a butt ton of money so i got like the notification that i probably won't be back into an office until june of 2021 shit nice um and if even like they might just decide to do away with our offices altogether which is really fascinating I, I, a wild uh, a wild pokemon has appeared a new challenger approaches uh oh Hey guys, <laughs> Chelsea from the Right in the Fields podcast. How's it, how's it going? I'm watching Roman Holiday. <laughs> I could, they were going to charge me money to watch Sabrina. So, <laughs> Dave, Dave, if you don't know, it's an old Audrey Hepburn movie. Oh, wonderful! I know you don't Aud- have the same pop culture brain as me and Chelsea. <laughs> I I know Audrey Hepburn though. Yeah, but I, have you ever seen Roman Holiday? Fuck no. Honestly, so highly recommend. Cannot highly recommend enough, Dave. It's for free on Prime Video. So, all right. I'll Unlike Sabrina, 
which is $4. It's fine. I, I recommend Sabrina more, which is a different Audrey Hepburn which movie. Is but, why it's $4. But you should watch the version without Audrey Hepburn that stars Harrison Ford from 1995. It's, it's not a good just kiss. It's just it's, a perfect film. It's not a perfect film. So anyways, like what we were talking about a second ago, Chelsea, is I got the notification that I'm not going back into an office until June 2021, if nice. ever again. Nice. And <laughs> and like I was talking about like the old fogies at the top finally have kind of figured out that it's just dumb to make people come into an office. They're not doing anything anyways. Cause again, I work in corporate America. Um, my job is meaningless along with all of my other coworkers and they're just deciding, okay, we don't need this. I'm curious to find out what is next because <laughs> once you get past some of the strange traditions that are American workplaces, like what, what's the next to throw out the window? Because you have places like Walmart, of all places. So Walmart, contrary to popular belief, very advanced, very progressive. Just progressive in a very different way. <laughs> like, they're not like, they don't have like transgender bathrooms. They have decided, they're like, well, if we do this completely right, we don't have to pay anybody anything ever. And if we move the shifts around just long enough, we can pay people, you know to work 39 hours a week. So they're technically part-time, so we can pay them even less. And if we say that they're allowed to take tips, even though we never advertise that anywhere, we can pay them almost nothing. And like, so that's progressive in that sense. I'm just curious where the American workforce goes next. Is like, it progressive or is it exploitive? Because it's I don't exploitive. I just meant it's progressive. It's, it's not progressive in the the like social justice warrior type way. It's right. That's and it's the know, next step. It, it's, um, it's progressing in a direction, but that direction is exploitative. Is a, right? is a bad direction? Some would say. All would say. I think, except for the people that own Walmart. So the right. Walton family. Like I worked for a big business, like a like a huge corporation a few years ago when there was a lot of big budget cuts. And what they did was they just started taking light bulbs out of places. Like, like you would just walk into rooms and there'd be no light bulbs. So you couldn't even turn the car on. Think about all the money that the US military spends on light bulbs. It's like millions of dollars a year. It's millions of dollars. And so... it's because <laughs> and it's because people charge them like twelve dollars a light bulb. And I'm like, I know that I can go to Sam's Club and get a pack of light bulbs for not twelve dollars. I, I pay twelve dollars for like those big giant long fluorescent light bulbs that I have to put in my kitchen for some reason. Oh, dated kitchen, got it. Poor. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, not poor, god damn it. I live in the lap of luxury in the middle of Flint. <laughs> well. Yep. Uh but anyways, so uh I was curious what what's the next step because people still have to work like in person, right? Like we, there's so many there's only so many things that you can digitize and and take online. No. <laughs> no, that's no. where you're wrong. First of all, that's where you're wrong. They don't have to, and they will in fact not have to soon. I actually just saw that uh, a couple Japanese companies have been buying stocking bots that will do all of this, like the things that people do on third shift at places like Meyer. And Walmart, well, I guess yeah, Meyer's not really national, right? At Walmart or or you know, is Meyer like a Midwestern chain? Like yeah, like that's it's, it's Midwest. So I have two things I want to go into before we just segue completely. I just want to talk about Midwestern slang here in a second, but until but but first, Dave, you've worked in both a factory and a warehouse. So do you think that you a computer could be programmed to do what you do? Absolutely. Not only can it, I'm sure they already have computers that are, right? Like Yeah, like like you understand I turn my brain off when I work because it's just much easier. 
I remember so <laughs> it's it's so he's not wrong. I used to have his job and I remember at one point somebody going like I was like complaining about having to be there cuz it's, it's it's logistics. So it's like always third shift. You work like 8 days a week. It never ends. And I remember complaining that I had to be there and someone was like, "Well, it's just so necessary. A computer couldn't do what we do." And like I'm scanning documents into a computer. I'm like a computer literally is doing what I'm doing. Like I don't know what you mean. Like <laughs> <laughs> like there's nothing more computerish. Like yeah, mo- most of the work done in that particular warehouse, on computers at least, involves DOS to some capacity. One hundred percent. So many big corporations still use DOS too. Like it's staggering. Like there, there are a few. Like it's funny. You think like again, we're talking about Walmart, who's like not progressive, but they've been using like barcode scanners since they were invented. Like it was mm-hmm. a very smart transition for them. But then you get companies like there are like take Michigan, for example, if you look at like the big three, like uh, automotive companies, they don't like a lot of those places use crappy things. If you look at a lot of warehouses for smaller companies and stuff, they don't have that access. So when does that technology become not just like cheaper? Cause it's already is, it's not super expensive, but when does it become easy to use? Like when does it become easy for them to purchase and set up? Cause that's usually the barrier of entry, right? Yeah, that uh, probably would have been uh, 10 years ago. <laughs> because, I mean, I can buy a fucking barcode scanner on and set Amazon. set up like an ASIN and, and like or, scan it. And... Like, I'm, I'm going to say $20. Let me go. You can get an app on your phone. Shit. <laughs> right? You can get an app on your phone for $2 a month that will let you do that. Because small businesses do it all the time. Like... <laughs> it's just sometimes it's just so sad when i see that i'm like how is this what's happening like how is this what what exists so let's talk about the midwest a little bit so <laughs> when you when you talk about okay. these, these strange gigantic companies okay Hold go on. ahead first uh the, the the first thing listed on amazon when i search barcode scanner is in fact a usb barcode scanner for twenty dollars and 99 cents exactly free shipping i I think i fucking just won that round of prices right but hold on dave hold on because you gotta scan it and then it's gotta go that that code has to go to an excel sheet and the excel sheet has to be stored and next to that number where it's scanned it needs to tell you where in the warehouse it is and i don't i just don't think we have a computer that can do that yet you know what? You're probably right. <laughs> like two columns? Are you kidding me? Two what columns are the, the work together? Impossible. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, I think people forget like how backwards the Midwest is and not just like we grew up in like, you know, podunk villages, but just like in general, like how backwards a lot of the Midwest is. Like it really is just corn here. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I remember, I, you know, there, yeah, we grow some soy. <laughs> We've had to adapt, but we don't eat it here. It's it's ex- exported immediately. I'm just saying it's here. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. How dare I? How dare I not talk about that? Even like when you look at tech companies that are here, they're like usually they're not like the most advanced. Like you're not talking about like Google. Google isn't set up in, in Cleveland. You know what I mean? But, Did you see <laughs> about uh, Google getting that lawsuit handed at them? Antitrust? Yeah, it's interesting that they're like finally getting into that. Finally, like, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, I feel like that's Trump's last last attempt. He's like, I'm going to break up people that don't like me before I go. Meanwhile, Google's no. like, hey, man, what are you doing? <laughs> no, I mean, I think like the Google, I mean, the thing that's going on with Google isn't necessarily all like the president. Um, a lot of it's it not, is. It's not the president at all. But no, I- <laughs> exactly. Like, it's like not, I mean, people are saying it's like politically motivated that it's coming out, out now. 
like when they're getting ready to potentially it's been in motion for a while yeah for like a couple of years because they basically have a monopoly on search engines and so that's like what the problem is i mean hey you can't make make people use ask jeeves like listen i'm a bing guy Always have been. Always no, you are. You are Listen, a fucking liar. There are three know. things that there's three things I have allegiance to. Right? It's uh, Coca Cola over Pepsi. It's yeah. uh, Ford over Chevy, and it's Bing over so Google. Like every nope. other red blooded American, you know. Like, come on. How do you feel about Budweiser versus Miller Lite? Is really oh, of course, of course, I drink beer. Uh... <laughs> beer in general. <laughs> you fucking nerd. <laughs> I don't oh. do any of the things I said. Just so you know, I I have I do I have a forty. No, no. <laughs> Coke is definitely better than Pepsi, though. Mm, I don't care. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't care either way. Uh, vanilla Coke is is best soda, um, but I drink Mountain Dew and Clear American. It's <laughs> <laughs> the most American, I think. Clear American for sure. Uh, you know me on a hot summer's day, I crack open a clear American. <laughs> anyway, you wanted to switch to Midwest slang. <laughs> well, I mean, we're here already, so we're talking about the tech, but like the tech industry in in Michigan. Say, let's look at like one of our biggest companies, like Rocket Mortgage. Like it's just for selling loans. Like that's it. It's like the tech company version of banks. Like that's. That's as advanced as we get, and it's. I think it's wrapped up in the way that we talk. Like we don't have correct words for anything. Like <laughs> when you talk about, we have a thing called the Michigan left, which is just a left turn. But we're too dumb to realize that you could just do that. So we had okay. to set up an entire system to switch highways. But That's what illegal like to do on the highway. <laughs> but what I would like to say is that people in other states call it a Michigan left too. So is it us that's the problem? Yes. Or is it just everyone? No. Because now everyone is calling it that. The only state that's worse than driving is Florida because they just turn left on red and nobody stops them. They can't be killed. They can't be killed. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first time I drove in Daytona, <laughs> there, was, there was like a left and people were beeping at me. And I'm like, it's a red light. And my mom's like, just go, just go. And I was like, no, we'll die. She's like, "Mm, it's Florida. The chances that we'll die do not increase by us turning left on red. We could die even just as easily just standing here at this red light with people behind us. I was like, okay, this is a strange place. It's all that Um, gator blood. Yeah. My favorite thing is the Florida man, like the that you can Google your birthday and Florida man. Florida man, yeah. Uh, it's I find a lot of enjoyment in that, to be honest, because but the thing is, like, Florida shit. just makes the news more because of their their um their what's the word? It's like their public free speech laws for reporting that stuff. Like it's not that crazy stuff happens there, like like disproportionately. They're just allowed to talk about it more. Okay, well, perhaps. Listen, you're you're going to be a lawyer. You'll learn this. But no. that, that that's the thing. Like Michigan is not less strange than Florida. We just talk about shit less. And we we're not even as polite as Canada or Minnesota. We just have the same words. Like we say ope if we accidentally like bump into somebody, but also if we run you over with a car, we're like, oh, sorry, didn't see you. <laughs> Like we just we we just use similar words. So like 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 ope is a big one. Yeah, no, and no, yeah. That's that's another big one, um, an everyday thing. I've been in several business like business meetings. Like I'm wearing a suit, they're wearing a suit, and we're talking about money. And they'll ask me something. And I go, yeah, uh, no. And they're like, 
was that a yes or a no? And I was like, no, yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And like, I have to explain that, that we just don't speak correctly because we ate too many poonskis, which (laughs) on that shit. Listen, I don't think that poonskis is just a Midwest thing. It's just a Polish thing. So where, (laughs) okay. Number one, Poland wasn't even a country until like the eighties. Number two, and it wasn't the 80s. It was a little bit before them, but not much before. And they were in Michigan before they were a country. Okay? And they came here because that's where a lot of immigrants ended up. And that's why you have, like, full cities where, whose population was almost, like, 90% Polish. And they worked in, like, General Motors factories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like how everyone gets quiet. Are you Googling? Are you fact-checking me? No, 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 I, no I know that you're right, but it's, it's, I don't, I was trying to think of like a way to say Polish people and, and I can't think of the correct, like, Poles. yeah, but they're not from Poland. So like pre Poland, what would you, a, a was, Slavic, a Slavic people from Northern yeah. Europe? Like, I don't yeah, like, 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 I'm trying to like, think of what to say. Poland just wasn't Norwegian. nationally, Poland just wasn't nationally recognized like as a country. It didn't have sovereignty. It was still like a place. Like it still existed. Just like if you were to look at like a political map at the time, it didn't have its own outline. Right. And I guess that's like what I was trying to figure out. My brain was trying to fast track away around that. <laughs> My grandma's dead now, but if she was alive, she'd hit me and then swear at me in Polish. <laughs> <laughs> and then make me some punchkeys and some uh, hotcakes. Yeah. Um. Have you also, I'm actually looking up at just like Midwestern lists, right? Like of things that we do that I probably don't even know. Ma- yeah, that make no sense because we do so it. Like, we enjoying. pluralize um, stores names. We, like, we drop, say Walmarts. We uh, drop verbs. Clothes need what? the clothes need washed instead of the clothes need to be washed. Like oh my god, my grandma, my, my other grandma used to say that stuff, and it would bother me so much. I'm like, what do they need? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, my my mom somehow had a southern accent. That, that's a super common thing in Michigan. It's, I and people, it's not even fake anymore. I know because people it, faked it because they wanted to be that. Like, because like strangely enough, like people wanted to emulate that lifestyle here, and eventually it was uh, like affected by their kids so that's like how they actually speak so it's not a fake accent now yeah and she would always say uh wash with an r wash yes my grandma like, does that too. i think yes. that's just like an old people thing though that's because like an awesome gra- thing right like like heading up no, the it's, it's like uh because she says some other things weird like that too it's just like a that's a generational thing i think um, yeah. What's that, like just, what's that fake accent a... that the Kennedys have that like all of, like the people in the in the movies did to is like called like like the Mid Atlantic or something? I mean, I don't know because it I, would I be think, like too regional. I think you're right on that. Mid Atlantic. Google Kennedy accent. Yep, it's called the Mid Mid Atlantic accent, and it was created for like movies. So like at the time, like no, that's the thing when you watch like again Audrey Hepburn, Humphrey Bogart, like and probably a little bit older too in those movies, people didn't actually talk like that in real life. They talked like me. They didn't say <laughs> yeah, <laughs> see all the time. Yeah, see, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're we're to get the bank, see. Okay, whenever somebody says that, I don't think of the classic gangsters. I think of the gangster toes from From Courage the Cowardly Cowardly Dog. Dog. Yep. Like 100%. I don't think of classic gangsters anymore. I think of the episode where they try to get him to rob the bank. That's always what I go to. 
That was on Eustace's foot, right? Yes. God. Eustace. And it, it <laughs> a, like eventually consumed his entire being, and it was just a foot. That's how I feel every time I look down at my old man feet with like corns and shit, because my feet are fucked up. I just think that's slowly turning into that. <laughs> it just reminds me of uh, the kid from Fairly Odd Parents with the boil that was trying to take over the world. Also, like same same page for me there. Like... Didn't he name his boil Postulio? No, that was Invader Zim. Oh, okay, <laughs> that was a zit too, wasn't it? Yep. <laughs> now, what, what what kid had the boil? I don't. It's Elmer, that. and the boil's name is Bob, and I only know that because I googled it, but. And the, bo- the boil's always like, turn your head, you fool. Like, he's trying to get him to rule the world. <laughs> I, I like the idea that this is a trope in 90s cartoon, like, early 2000s cartoons. So, uh, I know you two don't watch TikTok because you're old fogies, but uh, one of one of the trends I really like following now, it's, like, they got this, like, semi-inspirational, like, pop-punk, like, tune playing, right? It sounds like the ending credits of, like, a 2000s teen movie. And it's everyday situations, but you play that music and you start like doing dialogue like it's the end of a 2000s movie. So it's like they're eating breakfast with like their one night stand. Right. And you have that that music playing. It's like, so uh, do you you think we're going to see each other again? And then the guy will go like, oh, I don't know, but it's a good time. And it's just like stupid, like normal dialogue. But when you hear that music playing, you're like, yeah. And you like kind of like snicker just a little bit as they would do, because we thought everything we were saying in the 2000s was witty. It was for some of us. <laughs> it wasn't though. It wasn't just just us. I don't. Thing. I don't think I ever heard Dave speak from 2000 to 2010. So he yeah, didn't miss but, anything. That, that's that's pretty accurate. I was not a vocal person. That's true, but it's okay because now look at you go. <laughs> look! Look at me go. I've got words. <laughs> now look at me go. <laughs> uh, to be fair, Dave was asleep most of those years. Oh yeah, that's true. Who's not? I was either. I was either asleep or just listening to Terry talk. <laughs> God, God knows Terry needs that ego boost, Dave. Thanks from everyone. Yep, I now created a monster. Have fun. Five podcasts and no life. I'm so sorry, Dave, because he's not wrong. <laughs> no one, that's the thing, is back then, no one had humbled me. No one stopped me. You should have been humbled. I mean, I was punched in the face a lot, but it was usually for different reasons. Listen. I mean, I was the dumbass who asked you about Marvel Comics, so like... I no, no, that upon myself. That was all necessary. Really. No, that was all necessary. You needed to know that stuff. Anti venom should be its own course. It really should. Chelsea, you know much about anti venom? I know more than I should, probably. <laughs> and I say that not because I don't enjoy comics, but just the level of of preparedness that you have at all times is how I feel about my stance as Tim Drake being the best Robin. Like I'm always ready to throw hands. I've got a PowerPoint made up. Like, if people want to try to come for me, I'm ready. And that's how oh, I feel you are about anti-venom. He's <laughs> just got the best detective skills. He's he the most the like Bruce. He is the most like Adopted. Bruce. He's the actual first heir, Damien. I'm sorry, adoption counts. Just Both as of well his parents as a- were murdered in front of him. And if, if he wasn't there necessarily, like, he saw his dad, but not his mom. But yeah, I mean, his dad was killed, and then he saw the body. Word. Plus, like, it was done by a supervillain. Like, yeah. Dick's, you know, Dick's family was killed by, you know, random... Just you like know, a regular random, thug. Yeah, like, mafia Low-tier. people. Like, yeah, tier-y. 100%. And I guess Jason Todd himself was murdered by the Joker, but, like, his family, like, he didn't even know him. Also, and that's then... fan-voted. 
So, you know. <laughs> I love, I, that never ceases to amaze me. I love that shit. People and then Damien's mom, I guess, is kind of a villain, but like more of his grandfather. And like, that's that's fine. I love that ca- character idea, but that doesn't make you best Robin and definitely not the heir to the cowl. That should that is 100 percent Tim Drake, like Captain Boomerang kill his parents and he was adopted and he is a major detective and but the whole thing is when his parents were still alive costume he figured out who bruce was and did all these things and like his parents were alive for a little while you know what i mean like well like especially his dad his dad was alive for like 20-ish years but his mom had died yeah Uh, yeah. but the whole thing with him finding out it like he's so humble like he didn't even want to become robin he was just like i wanted i he found out who dick was too and he was like you should be robin again yeah, yeah, because he thought he needed a helper because he was going off the rails was, as oh, Batman is situation. He was like, "You, Batman's like, you won, Charlie. You figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> you passed the test. You can be Robin, Tim. Let's go break some glass ceilings. <laughs> I gotta get you a new costume real quick. Got to cut my seamstress on it. How fucked up is it that all of the chicks in Willy Wonka suck and Charlie is the one that breaks the glass ceiling? <laughs> I mean, it, it really just is a statement of. The... It's about poor kids, but still. But I mean, it, yeah, it really I mean... just does paint a wonderful picture of gender equality. Well, did you see? Did you see the thing recently where Roald Dahl's? Uh, I don't know if it, was, if it was his wife, but she she like flat out said she was like, "We wanted Charlie to be black, like that's the way that Roald like wrote it." But then yeah. the, the publishing company mm-hmm. was like, "No, we're not doing that." Yeah, like, for a kids' novel. Like, what the yeah, fuck? like how fucked up is that shit? Yep. Well, well, then What'd you say, Dave? I said, well, then the kids might like the blacks. Yeah, no, I can't and have we, that. We don't want that ever. No, we, we don't, don't want. We don't want ethnics thinking they can have candy. Like, what is that? <laughs> Big yikes on that! <laughs> it's, it's just like heartbreaking to me. Like, it's obvious, right? Like when you read, it, like, oh yeah, of course. But like when you see it said out loud, you're like, oh god, the world. If, if they discover sometimes. sugar, who's gonna eat all the collard greens? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I promised the character uh, that's not my actual belief. No, but the like the fucked up thing is like, you know, someone said some shit like that. Like, right? that's the messed up thing. And yeah, also, Louis C.K., right? Oh, I, <laughs> Louis C.K. has said much worse things. <laughs> like, not even, not even remotely. Know, what I was trying to get at, but that's the point I was trying to make. Thank you for proving it for my example. <laughs> <laughs> it just it hurt a little bit because like that's like my favorite movie of all time i'll admit i didn't even read the book until i was like 15 but i love that movie so much and seeing that i was like ah oh, god like just like nothing nothing is good everything was made by someone shitty so you're saying you like that movie more or less than scorpion king oh that's Ooh. a that's a tough question if hey, you don't what are your know... thoughts on scorpion king i don't remember much of it at all it's well, been much too long since I've seen it. I might just watch it tonight. If you want to hear my stance on Scorpion King, you can go listen to Right in the Feels, our recent second Halloween podcast, where we went through all of the Halloween movies from the Disney Channel original movie lineup and some bonus ones in there for you. And one of those bonus ones had nothing to do with Halloween. It's Scorpion King. And <laughs> an, uh, I'll just... It's an I'll, everyday movie. You can watch it every day. You can watch it every day. Uh, there's no rules on it. And I'm going to reiterate why. It's because it's one of the best movies of all time. Um, 
Uh, it would have won the Academy Award that year, but I think a Highlander sequel came out and just, you know, snatched it up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's up there. It's up there with, with Cinematic Gold. It's like Citizen Kane, Face Off, Space Truckers. Um, oh, Space Truckers. Uh, <laughs> Sophie's Choice, uh, Kramer versus Kramer, um, Parent Jungle Trap. Which one? Jungle, jungle the Jungle. Both <laughs> Parent Trap. Jungle, jungle the Jungle. <laughs> That's a good one. That was a deep cut, and I love it. Uh, you know, bring us back around to the Michigan topic, because is there anything better than the fact that Tim Allen used to just sell and buy cocaine in Detroit? <laughs> I thought it was Kalamazoo. Was it Kalamazoo? I thought he lived in Detroit afterwards when he was doing stand-up, but uh, Kalamazoo like, is, is just as fucked up of his place. Like, you pure might as well Michigan. be Dearborn. Yeah, pure Michigan. Pure <laughs> the, the Michigan snow. <laughs> Creative licensing yeah. problems there, but yeah, no, it's pretty fucked up. And uh... <laughs> hey, man, I'm not here to shame any kind of drug dealers, though. Like, far be it for me. If you want to go like more shameless plugs, because they never end with me. Let's be honest. Uh, go Dude. listen to Persons of No Consequence this week, where I have a former drug dealer on it for a second time, and we get some crazy cocaine stories from the '80s in Florida again to tie it all together with a nice, clean, cocaine-ridden bow. Um, in Florida, yeah. In Florida, yep. <laughs> it's making a lot of sense. Yeah. No, <laughs> I think we just cover a lot of similar topics on all of these shows. You know, it's like Pollyanna. Uh, Michigan cocaine. <laughs> that's really when I when I put together the ads that we're gonna put up. That's what it should be like. You know, that's if you your want to target about, audiences. Yeah. <laughs> Do you love Scorpion King? Well, we have the podcast for you. <laughs> oh, good God, <sighs> Dave. When was the last time you watched a Disney Channel original movie? Uh, I don't know. Probably around the age of fifteen in high school. You doing that yearly rewatch of Zedon too? Wait, nope, nope. Hold on. I did watch Halloween Town and Halloween Town Two when I was like twenty-one. Oh, good! Nice. Thank God. Nice. You got to be watching Bad that choices. within a decade. Yeah. 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 Calabar's, Calabar's Revenge. Revenge is just, so <laughs> just a solid movie. Honestly, so one good. of the best movies of all time. It's up there. It's, you need to stop. You need to be put down. I think. <laughs> You know, it's like when you when you when those great movie debates come up, like when you talk about like what's going to be in the Criterion Collection, you know, there's those those classic debates that everybody has. It's like Psycho. Yeah, definitely for a Halloween movie. But but hear me out. It's like Halloween Town to Calabar's Revenge. Um, you know, Debbie Reynolds comes back and, you know, her kids, Princess Leia. Uh, <laughs> it's about what I know about Debbie Reynolds. She'd been an actor for a long time. She looks. She reminds me of Agatha Christie, and I can't describe it any more than that. Like, is her name Agatha in the movie? Yeah, but like in real life, Debbie Reynolds, the person, reminds me of Agatha Christie, the person slash author. I, I think I the get ar- that. the author slash playwright. Why does she remind you of that? I have no idea. It's like just, it's just what happens to me. I can't describe it any more than that. Yeah, that also comes up when they when you talk about what's going to be in the Criterion Collection. Which part? I'm sorry. You know, whether or not Chelsea understands Debbie Reynolds. It's not a lot of things that I understand. Dave, what's your what's your movie list then? That would be in the Criterion Collection. Um, that's kind of a big question. (laughs) 
Oh, I'm sorry. It's, 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 he just doesn't want to repeat that it's also Scorpion King. <laughs> and face no, off. It's no, all Terry's it's, favorite it's not, movie. It's not Scorpion King. I would definitely put Star Wars Episode Four in there. <laughs> Listen, Four, New huh? Hope is good. New Hope is good. Princess Leia is awesome. But her mom, Debbie Reynolds, in Halloween Town 2, Calabar's Revenge, Revenge, is just such a, like, if you if you have to pick one of them, even, like, you could go with Billy Lord in Scream Queens, possibly. Like, she's pretty good. That's Princess Leia's daughter, if you don't know. Um, But I, I think we had to get to Cal- Calabar's Revenge. Like, there's a golem made out of frogs in that movie. It was you know? actually, no, 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 no. Uh... You know what movie deserves to be in that collection? <laughs> Dave doesn't even know what the fuck we're talking about. What movie, Dave? This bitch don't know about Pangea. <laughs> Clock Stoppers. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Okay, you got me there. Cinematic masterpiece, Clock Stoppers. All right, guys, let me take you on. Let me take you on a little ride, okay? It, the year is 2002, okay? And I have a supreme lack of time travel movies in my life at that moment. You know, you can only watch Back to the Future so many times. And by that, I mean, there's no limit. You can keep watching Back to the Future. But sometimes you want something a little bit new, new ager. You know, you want something with a little spice. You need some teenagers with attitude. Power Rangers time travel, but not enough, right? Yeah. Let, so along let, comes Clock Stoppers. Yeah. Let, let's let's talk about Back to the Future because in Back to the Future they needed an entire car for time travel. Yeah, Clock a whole car. Clock Stoppers. Guess what? All they needed one watch. Yeah, it, <laughs> but Watch Stoppers. Come on, that sounds That's just not as good. It was, yeah. All that they needed was Clock Stoppers. Maybe what two, three buttons on it. You could set a timer, maybe, and guess what? Also, go back in time. And, you know, what was cooler in 2000s than having two <laughs> strangely, like, old men that honestly resembled the the bad guys from Home Alone, uh, but with none of the charisma, chase down three kids on bicycles. <laughs> like, they were bike messengers, but there was no messages to be had. Just, just clocks I to stop. Was, I thought it was two kids and the guy from Third Rock from the Sun. Uh, he was one of the bad guys. No, there was three kids. Just look at the cover. Oh, I, I don't know. Just look at the cover. Look at that art. <laughs> but, but, but the guy from Third Rock from the Sun wasn't a bad guy. He actually worked with the main kid's father on the, the clock. Yeah, but you're forget there are still two bad guys that are chasing after them, trying to get the clo- the the titular clock to stop. Oh, right, right. They had to get the the government the 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 you know the guys in guys in black. They had to retrieve technology. And th- those were the bad guys in the movie. They were so good, too, that I can't even remember their names, faces, details. I remember them being in a van for one scene. <laughs> oh. They collected all the copies of the movie Clock Stoppers and removed it from memory. Oh, God. No, not the butterfly effect. Not again. <laughs> I can't lose the Bernstein Bears again, guys. No, 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 no. The Bernstein Bears. Um... Bernstein. <laughs> Bear. Anyway. So, Clock Stoppers no, no. is good, guys. Stop. Back to Clock Stoppers. <laughs> no, I won't stop. Can't stop this clock. Can't no, stop. Won't stop. Stop. Of two very distinct, very different threads come to me from Clock Stoppers. One is Catch That Kid, right? <laughs> Why? <laughs> and the really other awful. is Push, which is also 
Awful. No, okay, push comes almost, <laughs> yeah, push comes almost a decade later, and that movie is solid based on a, a pretty solid comic book. And no one watched the it. Good. The movie's not good. The movie's just a little dark, okay? There's just a Dakota little bit Fanning too much like heroin in it. And also, as a third hat trick for what this movie uh, reminds me of, it also reminds me of Jumper. Okay, now Jumper is also better, not good, but, but Hayden Christensen, not Chris Evans. You want to know, so when you think Jumper, you think of, like, YA, like, weird adaptation, right? Because, okay, there's a group of people with superpowers and a group of people hunting them for the sake of hunting them when they're separated into random groups it, to semi-form a dystopian future, right? Very YA. Except when you think of the actual YA novel it's based on, none of that happens. So there is a kid with superpowers, who eventually runs into other like one other person with the same superpower but that's it there's no strange like cult that's hunting them down to murder them there's no girlfriend that he needs to save from them that's all just made up because they were like we need this to be more like harry potter slash hunger games <laughs> like if we want to make this like successful and i know hunger games wasn't out that out yet but you know what i mean incredible i feel yeah. lied to but yeah. anyway it's, it's a good book you should check it out if I if had a trifecta, like 14. it would be those three, I think. Of Listen, Jumper was Hayden <laughs> Christensen's second chance, okay? It's the reason why we all know his name today. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson is in Jumper, and I forgot about that until right now, but he's like, you know, <laughs> in it. Samuel why? Jackson, no one knows. Jumper, the sidekick from Disturbia, if you remember that one, with Shia LaBeouf. Anna Sophia Robb, who dies in uh, Bridge of Terabithia. Yeah. yeah. Oh, damn. <laughs> Don't remind me that the kid fucking watched that at Christian sleepaway camp and no one fucking warned me that the kid just dies. Have you <laughs> yeah. not read the book? The book is way sadder. Read it. No, I didn't read the book. I wanted to talk to girls, okay? Like <laughs> We've talked about this in all the other podcasts. I was busy doing other things after I read Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone and that, sh- that was shit. So I didn't read. read books for a long time. Yeah, that, you just that couldn't read. Bad. No, I could read all of those words and they were... <laughs> no, I'm not for anything after that. Like it stole the ability to read from you when you That's, read Sorcerer's. It was, it was, it was black that bad. magic. It was just like the church said. Um, <laughs> but I wanted to talk. I wanted to bring into uh, one into one of our other segments. The, welcome to the podcast within a podcast. Two Golden Guns, the only podcast within a podcast that talks about Nicolas Cage and only Nicolas Cage, and sometimes John Travolta. Um, if you don't know Chelsea, in the movie Face Off, Nicolas Cage wields... What does he wield, Dave? Two golden guns. Damn right he does. And that's why we call it this segment, Two Golden Guns. Uh, I watched The Croods with my daughter this weekend. Or this week. I don't know. Time has no meaning anymore. And man, Is that the one with Emma Stone? It, it has Emma Stone. It has Ryan Reynolds. It has Nicolas Cage, more importantly. And then two other people, and I don't remember who plays them. It's got the sidekick from Sex Drive. Forget his name in real life. He was in The Office. So but, that, that movie's about like a family of cavemen, right? And Nicholas yes. Cage is a father. So does he invent the two golden guns in this movie? 100%. The, the big climax of the movie is he has his first idea. Because the oh, whole thing okay. is like they're Neanderthals and they run into whatever the next species was. I don't know. I was talking about uh, fucking... Uh, anti-venom in science class and i don't remember what they're supposed to be called but they're like the the titular you know crudes they're the family of cavemen and they run into like the first like, is it cro-magnum men i like, think so maybe but yeah. i'm 
totally uneducated. The ones that created fire. And it's it it basically is just the movie Son in Law and all of those other movies where like the daughter wants to run away with the the normal guy named Guy and she's a caveman and she has her caveman ways and the dad's mad at that guy for having like invented things. It's a solid film. I recommend yeah, it tonight. And honestly, one of the best movies of all time. I it's not bad. <laughs> but I don't I don't think that I don't think so. No, I just I don't think so. No, it's solid. It's so good they even made an animated series of it. And the they don't do that for crappy well. movies. I okay. Homo erectus is what you're looking for. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> it's not what you said at all. And I had to double. I, said. I had to double check because I would feel badly after having taken Dave, several. Dave, uh, stop the <laughs> clock and oh. play it back. <laughs> I, you know what, I would, but I don't have my watch on me. That thick, gaudy <laughs> thing. You don't have one. Nope. This is when <laughs> I found out, though, that my wife never saw Son-in-Law with Polly Shore, and it broke my heart a little bit. I mean, I've never seen it. What? I've never seen it either. I don't even know what that is. You don't know Son-in-Law? Son-in-Law, so. honestly, one of the best movies of all time. <laughs> if you say that one more time today. <laughs> it's got a 5.8 on IMDb. 21% on Rotten Tomatoes. on Rotten Tomatoes. Incredible. Can you see my screen? How do you? What does Clock Stoppers have? Yeah. What is, what does it have, Dave? I said like I was asking, what does it have? I'm gonna search five point two on IMDb, so worse on IMDb, but better on Rotten Tomatoes. Twenty one percent is rough, man. Like Okay, but here's the thing. It's such a classic. It is such a classic. So the idea behind Son in Law. <laughs> Polly Shore is like a like an eighth level senior right at this college and this good old like country girl is going to college and she's having a rough time because she was raised with good Christian values that just don't line up with college right and she meets Polly Shore who's this really nice guy they're not dating or anything like that they're just friends but he helps her come out of her shell and she becomes a crazy wild California girl. She dyes her hair blonde, gets tattoos, and I think learns some karate from Polly Shore. And through wild shenanigans, he goes home with her over spring break, and her boyfriend goes to propose, and she doesn't love him anymore because now she's been to the big city. And so she's, she lies and says that she's already engaged to Polly Shore's character. So it's a comedy of errors as they pretend to be engaged. And Polly Shore, this hippie dude, has to learn how to run the farm to earn her father's approval. And man, is it just, it's classic from there. Terry, this is just how you met your wife. <laughs> exactly. I was like, Terry, you only like this because it's relevant to you. It's not at all relevant to me. What are you talking about? I didn't grow up on a farm. Neither did she. I'm not Polly Shore. <laughs> Please look at the TikTok I just sent I'm, you. There are so many parallels. What the fuck? <laughs> Did you send it to me? Honestly, I sent it to you on Twitter. I don't have the actual TikTok. I only you sent it, it to Twitter. me on Twitter. Yeah, this one you have. Oh, on okay, Twitter. well, never mind then. It Why would you good. send me a TikTok link on Twitter? Because that's I don't have Twitter. Because <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I don't have TikTok. I do have Twitter. But have you seen Son-in-Law? 
No, I have it. And nothing about your description makes me want to go see it. No, Chelsea, you don't understand. One of the best movies of all time. <laughs> Just not <laughs> according to Rotten Tomatoes. You keep saying that about every movie. And no have one's going to seen... take you seriously on this podcast either. Have you seen um, uh, My Cousin Vinny? Yes. So the, the other... Yeah, the attorney in that, the the one, the the prosecuting attorney in that, he plays the dad in Son in Law. Um, the main girl in it that is engaged to Pauly Shore, played by Car- Carla Gugino, and she's fucking awesome. If you don't know, she's the mom in Spy Kids, and she was in uh, a million other things, but she was in Haunting of Bly Manor and a Haunting of Hill House most recently. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, but more importantly, like the most important person in the entire thing, we've talked about Good Morning, Miss Bliss and the sequel series Saved by the Bell earlier today. You remember Saved by the Bell, right? Saved by the Bell is a sequel series? Yeah, to Good Morning, Miss Bliss. Well, you should go listen. (laughs) You should go listen to Right in the Fields if you want to get the full backstory. No, no, no. (laughs) What the fuck? Hold on, I'll get there. I'll get (laughs) there. Give me a minute. I'm on one one tangent at a time. Do you remember one Kelly Kapowski? Yes, of course. She is the other co-star in Son-in-Law, um, Tiffany Thiessen, obviously. And she plays the other girl that the boyfriend runs off to once uh, Carla comes home with Polly Shore. Why would she take that kind of role? Because Son-in-Law was a big movie and Polly Shore was a gigantic star when Son-in-Law came out. I can't. It was actually. That. It was actually. No, it's one hundred percent true. Polly Shore used to be one of the biggest stars in the world. No, no, dude. no. I can't imagine that the movie was so super big for me to like have never even heard of it. No, it was. It was just before you were born, and and time is a wonderful. So was thing. the God. So was the Godfather, and I've it heard was, of it. Okay, Godfather is critically acclaimed. That's a different thing. Critically acclaimed in a huge movie are two different things. Son in Law was very big. Most Polly Shore movies were pretty big until about Jury Duty. Interesting. Fun fact. I'm I'm not even no jokes aside. I'm not claiming it's the best movie. Son-in-Law was a very large movie at the time. I mean, I'll take your word for it. All right. Listen. Are you a time traveler? Is that how you knew? $36 million is how much it made at the box office on a budget of 20 million. I think how much James and the Giant Peach made too. So. See what I mean? So you tell me James the Giant Peach isn't a big movie, but uh, you know, we already talked know. about the fact that people don't like it for no reason. Yeah, exactly. Son-in-law, I'm telling you, don't sleep on it. I want you to rent that. I want you to rent the Sabrina remake. Teen Witch. It's on my Teen list. Witch. Teen Witch is another one you need to watch. All right, Dave, let's jump into it. Guys, welcome to Right in the Fields Part 2. Go listen to our... our <laughs> if you like this pop culture talk, go listen to our pop culture actual like, like our actual nostalgia pop culture driven podcast right in the fields where it's just the entire show of this it's just an entire show of me dropping things that no one would understand and Chelsea going I remember that <laughs> I feel All bad right, that I've monopolized your Amy Fumer Diakri with Dave by bringing more of our bag no no no, no. So here's sorry, the thing Dave. the genius of the show is that we aim for mediocrity so if we don't hit it it's okay it still fits the title it can be whatever we want it to be. That's the genius. Me and Dave created the show so we could talk once a week. Yeah. <laughs> but like give it an official title. <laughs> 100%. Because I don't do anything that's not content because I have a problem. 
When well, we fuck around, we don't fuck around. We don't fuck around, Chelsea, okay? <laughs> All right, Dave, ask your questions about Saved by the Bell. I just... What was the 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 original series like what spawned saved by the bell i know nothing of this all right all right dave let's jump into it welcome to a new podcast within a podcast and we're calling this saved by the bell talk we'll come up with a better name (laughs) miss bliss (laughs) talk by the bell good morning miss bliss was a 1987 sitcom and it starred Haley Mills. Oh my God, Chelsea! It was Haley Mills. I told you. You said she looked exactly the same. I said, "Is it the same person?" You said, "No." Oh my God, Pollyanna herself. This now this has just gotten big. We're gonna have to talk about this next week on Right in the Fields. But also, okay. So Dave, you remember Haley Mills, right? Sure. Let me Google Pollyanna real quick Dave. because Pollyanna herself, Parent Trap, both twins in Parent Trap, both twins, Parent Trap two, both twins. <laughs> Parent Trap Three, both twins. <laughs> Parent Trap Honeymoon. How how Hawaiian honeymoon? Hawaiian honeymoon. <laughs> can't believe they made Hawaiian honeymoon. Okay, I can. yep, yep, I got it. Okay, so Haley Mills, right? She is Miss. Not Bl- with two broken believe- legs. Now, no, both her legs work in this, Dave. She's a teacher. She needs both of them. Um, and she has an extraordinary group of kids, but they're a little rowdy, right? They're a little rowdy. They're a little rambunctious. Led by their leader, Zachary Morris, you know, crazy little kooky blonde kid, young Mark Paul Gossler. They got nerdy Screech in there, who's strange. Uh, you got Lisa Turtle. Yeah, and then, uh, but they did not have one of the best characters of the time. And uh, that's Mario Lopez's character. What's his name? I don't know. I always think of him as Mario Lopez. <laughs> he is just Mario Lopez. But before he was Mario Lopez, which is not true because that was his name. <laughs> <laughs> uh let me see uh, i Dave, honestly cannot so far yeah I, I believe slater. so slater slater so before there was slater though there was a different little boy i forget his name but they were all in miss bliss's uh i think it was like sixth grade seventh grade class and the show was supposed to surround her and the other teachers teaching this group of kids except that did not sell at all and people did not want to watch a show called good morning miss bliss but people really liked the kids so what they did was, and it was also, it took place in like Illinois, like it was meant to be like a Midwest thing. And she's like, you know, a British teacher that was part of the drama and like the shenanigans of it all. And what they did was after a few episodes, they said, you know what, let's uh, change this. They got rid of her. Um, They moved it to California and it became Saved by the Bell. Huh. They replaced the other kid with Mario Lopez for AC Slater. And and the rest is history. All I have to say is this sounds so much like Boy Meets World, but not like the movie Nick to California, like the pre part. And so they finally hit the formula right years later. Yeah, so honestly, yeah, it, it's very similar. And I actually had the same thought. I believe it honestly when it was Good Morning Miss Bliss, it might have aired on Disney Channel too, because it was originally on NBC and Disney Channel, I think. But yeah, it's spun off into Saved by the Bell. Technically, it's a, it's a spinoff. It's more like an alternate reality version of it. And then Saved by the Bell eventually went to college years. And then it went to Saved by the Bell, uh, the next class, which everybody loves, right? Everyone remembers the next class? No. No. Well, well, let me tell you. No, God. It's not, not ready. It's, it's not great. It's also not called the next class. It's called the new class. And, but it aired for seven years. 
people people act like oh you know that failed spinoff that went for seven fucking seasons what the fuck just because yeah. it went for that long doesn't mean it's good no it wasn't great uh <laughs> but but it, it was a thing uh <laughs> it went longer than the original Saved by the bell technically <laughs> original Saved by the bell is tops i know but it, that only went from 89 to 93 <laughs> You're Anyways, with your words. I, I listen. I'm just dropping facts. It's also being rebooted, um, but not. It's not a reboot. It's technically a sequel series. Zach Morris is like the mayor of the city. Mario Lopez, I think, is a teacher at a high school. So yeah, is, is Screech huh. going to be in it? No, not even close. Because Dustin Diamond went crazy. Uh, I think he got stabbed after attempting to stab somebody else. He tried filming, tried becoming a porn star and filmed several sex tapes that were not popular. Yeah, I think I just read something about him being stabbed in prison. <laughs> yeah, he was stabbed. That, that that happened. That was a thing. That's real. So, yeah, I'm thank you. For, looking, <laughs> thank, I'm, yeah, <laughs> I'm looking about the reboot right now. Sorry, got distracted. But yeah, Dave, it's good morning, Miss Bliss. Educate All yourself. Right. Okay. But yeah, I for, did not realize that Haley Mills was actually the teacher in that. What the up here right in the fields. Uh, uh, I would like you to know that Zach Morris is the governor of California. Go, he's the in, governor in the California. reboot. And he gets okay. in the hot water for closing too many low income high schools. Yep. So then he opens up a new one, and that's where Mario higher performing teaches. schools, which includes, you guessed it, Bayside. Of course. Incredible. Anyway, some would say that they're they're came from asshole. Yeah, (laughs) that's probably going to be a whole point of it. Um, but (laughs) I remember that he was the governor now. I because like they governor is a big deal of a state like California. He's doing pretty well for himself. Well, when you have the ability to stop time, right? You you have two approaches. Do you use this for self gain or selflessness? Like, are you going to be altruistic? And I think he took somewhere down the middle. You know, he could have become president. He could have become the ruler of the world. He chose governor of California because with great power (laughs) comes great responsibility. (laughs) And honestly, if they told you you get to live in the governor's mansion, you're like, oh, I don't care. Like, it's a mansion. I can live anywhere. But they're like, but Arnold Schwarzenegger used to live here. You're like, all right, I'll take it. (sighs) I guess. You think he still has to make the ridiculous motion? What do you have to do? Make some tea? Isn't that how he stopped it? What? Are you listening to me at all? No, I don't understand what you're saying. When he, when when Zach Morris, when he would stop time, didn't he have to like do something with his hands? He had to make the tea, or he had to clap, or some stupid shit. No, he no. When he said he said time out, that's how he stopped time. He didn't make tea, you dumbass. He no, made no, the motion his... for yes, yes. Shh. Yes, like he the made the, that's, the, that's the time out motion. He thought a tea. <laughs> it's a tea with out. his hands. Yeah, but he, they don't call it the T. He calls a timeout well, like in sports. You know what the hell you she's nerd. talking about. I know, but it's Thank not you, the, t- the letter T with the hands. <laughs> but, but that's is that I've never understood. Is that like a mandatory part? Then that's what does it. It's not him saying timeout or him just wishing time to stop. It has to be like I'm trying to understand the steps. It's like in D and D, how like how you need like somatic motions to pass certain spells. Like <laughs> it's just yeah. easier for him to channel his energy that way. She, okay. she said it that way because we're in an audio medium and just and making the hand motion isn't going to fucking help anybody. I understand that, but it's called like calling a timeout. You call a timeout with your hands. When you say like he had to make the tea, 
like I it just sounds like you're like, you know, he got the tea bag, he got the water. That's what it sounds like. No, they well, knew what I was talking about. You're well, in the wrong. When, here. when you say call timeout, my brain is like, okay, so he audibly says timeout. Right, yeah. exactly. But that's only because you've never watched sports. <laughs> yeah. No, I thought the same thing. <laughs> but you it's it's both though. You you call timeout, but you also do the hand motion. That so is what I was asking. If he could yeah. just say it. Or if he had to do... No, no, I understand. No, you're correct in asking. I was just laughing because you're like, he had to make the tea. And I was like, he had to make tea? What what do you mean? Like, no, I don't think he did. But also because of my nerdy brain, I was like, did they eventually give him something to cure his superpowers? Like, is that a thing that happened in the new class? I don't know. Is that why he wasn't on the new class? He wasn't in the new class. I don't know. I didn't watch the new class. I don't know if they explain. No, they don't. (laughs) They don't. I'm telling you. Uh, but Dave, go watch Good Morning, Miss Bliss. <laughs> Apparently it's Haley Mills, and I didn't realize, and I'm going to go marathon that and Pollyanna. And probably episodes. Parent Trap for uh, Hawaiian Honeymoon. Hawaiian Honeymoon. And Scorpion King. Oh. Okay. Listen, I can never get enough Scorpion King. Dave, have you ever seen uh, What's Hiding Under Your Bed? What's the name of the movie? Don't Look Under Your Bed. Don't, Don't Look, look Under, under the bed. bed. No. The decom. Never Disney seen. Channel original movie about boogeymen and imaginary friends. Actually, oh. scary. I know nothing of it. Yeah. Okay, Dave. You have you have some homework to do. Obviously, you got <laughs> you got a list of things. If we're gonna vote on what's in the next Criterion Collection, you got to be up to speed. We went to the same high school. You know, I don't do my homework. Yes, but this is important. Well, unlike oh. high, unlike high school, this is important. Okay, Dave. Should we make a bracket? Have it be like, uh, like the uh, I can't think of the name. The tournament, the March Madness tournaments that they do. <laughs> you I'm know, the, so... the tea, the tea, guys. <laughs> I oh, couldn't we're, think we're of the name. On theme, real quick. How am I the least nerdy person on this call? I don't understand it. That makes no sense. You know how many Roman times holiday by myself. You are watching Roman like. <laughs> Dave, how many Audrey Hepburn movies have you watched by yourself in the middle of the night? Um, none, actually. Mistakes You're were made. Out. Yeah. <laughs> You're missing out. Listen, I'm gonna Venmo you four bucks. You rent uh Breakfast at Tiffany's. <laughs> uh, you know, I'll you know what? I'll make it sixteen bucks. You watch Breakfast at Tiffany's, you watch Roman Holiday. Uh what's another good one? Sabrina, obviously. Sabrina. No, Dave's gotta watch the Harrison Ford version of Sabrina. No, he doesn't. Dave, it's amazing. 1995, old man Harrison Ford somehow already exists, even though. <laughs> Listen, funny face, is, funny face is the other one that he needs to watch. I, I don't I think you can skip that one. I think that's okay. You don't like funny face? Not particularly, but I also don't love the other movies that we listed either. I've seen them. They're good films, but I'm not like, you know what I'm watching this weekend? My Fair Lady. <laughs> funny what about Warren Beast? familiar. No, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna watch War and Peace. I mean, none of these sounded familiar, Dave. No, I I said Funny Face sounded familiar. You would have seen Funny Face. It's Your got Fred Astaire. It's you. got yeah. Fred Astaire in it. Yeah. It, it was it was a big musical. Um, it's good. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> I like it. It's not as good as Breakfast at Tiffany's or Sabrina or. But it's uh, a different. Thing. It's Holiday. a musical. Like it's kind of yeah. a different thing. Yeah. She was in a lot of shit. <laughs> like that was back when there was like four actresses. <laughs> yeah, like like I used to watch uh, Turner classic movies with my dad all the time, 
So I like I have movie. an amount of knowledge of classic movies, but I don't remember any of the names of what movies they were. So like it's just a slurry of black and white films in my head. Yeah, but like you, if you saw Fred Astaire, Humphrey Bogart, Audrey Hepburn, you'd be like, I know those people. Exactly. They're, yeah, they're like, in hey, all movies. Yeah, it, it's that guy. <laughs> uh, I actually just watched uh, for the first time. I had never seen the Maltese Falcon. Oh, okay. So the Maltese Falcon, actually not a good film, but it created the MacGuffin and only kind of like it created the movie version of what we know as a MacGuffin. And for that, it's it's going to go down as one of the best movies of all time. That's what I'm saying. That's every movie for you. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I watched it because I was like, had always heard that it was. Oh, you had never like, seen it. That was like the first I time had you never I had never seen it. Right. It's, and a, I it's a fun it. movie, right? Like, it's not that yeah. bad. Definitely. Um, it was not as like for how much everyone had like raved about it. I was expecting it to be. It may, and more, it's not. Yeah, but it was. I mean, it was really good, but it was just like not. It's <laughs> not the best movie of all time. It just created the MacGuffin in what we know. Yeah. Like that's the fun of that movie is you're like, what is the Maltese Falcon? Who has the Maltese Falcon? And everyone yeah, wants yeah. to get their hands on it. That's the and fun then, of it. Oh but... wait. <laughs> Exactly, but when you've seen 400 other movies that have done it since then and done it better, right? Like, it's not the best thing. Yeah, exactly. But I just, so yeah. Kind, I really... of, kind of like Lord of the Rings, like how it was the first one to do it, and it was awesome that it did it, but since then, other things have done it better, right? No, you're not right. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, come on, back me up here, Dave. I'm sorry. I was I was looking up old movies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what movies were you looking up? Uh, classic movies. Rear Window. Ooh, good one, Alfred Hitchcock. I, I feel like I've seen it, but like almost like it was a dream. Like I can remember parts of it, but not the whole thing. I had thought I saw it until I was like twelve. I was like, yeah, I've seen Rear Window, and I would describe it to my mom, and she was like, no, you dumbass, that's just the scene in the birds where they're driving away. And I was like, yeah, with the rear window. <laughs> I mean, it's both Alfred Hitchcock, but... It's both, it's both Alfred, it's the same fucking people. <laughs> rear Window, like, the descent into madness feel to it is my fave. Honestly, better than Psycho. Like, I don't think Psycho pulls it off as well. I think Psycho's twist is too, like, telegraphed in comparison to Rear Window, but... Yeah, I feel like it it just does it so delicately. Yeah. That I di- I don't see it come. I mean, now I do, obviously, but it'd be strange if you weren't surprised. That's some like fifty first dates bullshit right there. So listen, if I could have one piece of technology from a movie, sometimes I think that it would be the thing that erases your memory from uh Men in Black because then I could rewatch things for the first time because you can like set how long it is, which I think is neat. I think you should get a hobby. <laughs> Why do you have to say things to hurt me? Because you fucking nerd. Number one, it's timeout. Number two, if you <laughs> you you get the neuralizer and you use it on I yourself. I mean, just so I can watch movies, but I would use it for other things too. That's what I mean. It'd be multi-purpose. <laughs> Many uses. I think it just shows like our level of like hustle. Because, like, your first thing would be like, yeah, I'd watch my favorite movie again. And I'd be like, listen, there are a lot of banks that wouldn't remember making some withdrawals. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> like, what are you? That's your first fucking choice. It was just a thought. I didn't say it was my first thought. It would it be Rear thought? Window again? Is that the one you'd rewatch? Because I'm telling you, Scorpion I King, would... the first time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would probably rewatch uh, Avatar, though. Oh, not, not the movie. Not either of the movies, James Cameron or the one that we do not speak of. But I would probably watch the show again. Listen, though, the first time you watch Hair Sex, though, is like crazy. And then the Wait, second time you watch it, it just loses the magic a little bit. Well, it's a hair opener that, for sure. <laughs> the off. magic was never there for me. <laughs> or Watching anything. that movie, you, I shit on that movie a lot. Watching it in 3D, it was pretty dope looking. It was like the best looking Pocahontas I had ever fucking seen. Yeah. Like, Fern Gully, be damned, okay? There was no, you know, you don't have dragons in Fern Gully. You don't have mechs in Fern Gully either. You don't have... Giovanni Rabisi yelling unobtainium 45 times in Ferngully either. <laughs> no. <laughs> People forget he was in that movie because it happened 45 fucking years ago. <laughs> We're the only people still talking about it. <laughs> Probably. Uh, J- and James Cameron. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's never going to stop talking about it. Oh, he can't. Do you know how much, how much money he's fucking sunk into Avatar 2? When are the next movies going to come out? Like, 2 is done filming. They're done filming. It's done. They're working on number 3 now. So, it's I'm been like 25 what, years. It's It's been at least like a decade and a half. I, it, I, if I, if I had to say it once, I'd say it again. They need to fucking put down the stuff for Avatar 2 and focus on a real movie like Scorpion King 5. <laughs> yeah. Bring back I the forgot. rock and do it right. I forgot there were multiple Scorpion King movies. They need to do what right they now. did, you know, with like Halloween. Halloween, arguably a perfect film. You know, John Carpenter's theme. It's amazing. And you know what they did? They got rid of those crappy sequels because the movie was so good. They were like, let's let's do a better sequel, like if like what we should have done. And they did. The the reboot of or the re you know, the the later on sequel, whatever the fuck we're calling those. Um, was amazing. Danny McBride wrote it. It was really, really good. They brought back Jamie Lee Curtis again. It was a solid film. We need more amazing movies like Scorpion King to get the same treatment, is all I'm saying. There needs to be a real Scorpion King 2. Like, I know it was direct-to-video, but I'm I'm not sure that Scorpion King, the original, wasn't direct-to-video either. Uh, (laughs) But we need to give it, you know, it's proper time to shine. The Rock is bigger than ever, and that was where he got his start. You know, was in the Mummy Returns as the Scorpion King. The CGI is so bad. Oh no, yeah. that's just what The Rock looked like in 1999. <laughs> yeah. uh, he looked like he was in the uh, first Tomb Raider game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had polygonal tits. It's sure not about the tits, his face, you fucker. Just two triangles. That's all I remember about Tomb Raider. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was, and there was like, there was a dinosaur in like the second level. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, one of the best movies of all time: Rear Window, Scorpion King. I'm gonna buy a gun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna use your fucking neuralizer on you, so you don't remember buying it or seeing Rear Window before. Not, not. I'm gonna kill you. Just, I'm gonna buy a gun. <laughs> I just so, would feel just, better if I had it. Strangely more ominous. <laughs> you don't know what she's gonna do with it. You ever, you ever been in traffic and heard somebody say that? Because I have. <laughs> have you ever seen the remake of Rear Window? That no. came out in like '98. 
There's no. a remake? Yeah. It, dude, it okay. Listen, if you thought it was crazy that Miss Bliss was Haley Mills, guess who the fuck starred in the 1998 version of Rear Window? Shania who? Twain. Nope. Keep going. <laughs> okay, no I'm... more guesses? That's fine. Nope. I'll just say it. Christopher Reeve. Why? Because that man is amazing. I'm not saying he's not, but like of all he's the things. Carolina, of all people, like it was this I think that was post splash. Splash had already happened. And she was like, listen, started with Tom Hanks. Now I gotta start <laughs> with Christopher Reeves. That was on her bucket list right there. I guess it makes sense. You ever seen Splash, Dave? No. What? About a mermaid and Tom Hanks. I that's all it- I remember. Oh, I've, I've I've seen the really crappy CG edit of a particular scene. Oh, because of like the, they covered her butt up with yeah. the hair. Yep. Honestly, it wasn't adding a lot to the movie. Like, I'm not offended that they did that. I don't really care that they did it, but like, if you're gonna do it, at least like it, at least make it like look semi decent. That was awful. What can you do? Like, it, the movie was made in. <laughs> Like, I don't know, like the 80 something. Like, how are they supposed to make it look better? They can't go back and reshoot it. Every Like, if they did, it would look like Tom Hanks and fucking Forrest Gump. We have computers. Someone knew how to do it. We have the technology. Someone, have... had, someone had the barcode scanner that could do it. Yeah, $20, $25. Good callback, Dave. So, I think that this... Uh... The Splash movie, you know, that we were discussing, uh, reminds me of Overboard for some reason. And I don't know if it's because the girl reminds me of Goldie Hawn. Is it just because of the splash noise that's made when they throw Goldie Hawn overboard? <laughs> that might also be it. Maybe because that is, yeah, that that <laughs> and water are the only two things that are the same in those well, I mean, two they're films. The, they're both from the 80s. They both have blondes as the lead. Tom Hanks What's did play the boat ladies? in Overboard. Yeah, it's like 84. <laughs> Was it that was a staple? That was a staple in the nineties on TBS. I watched that once a week. So many times, so many times, and it's so fucked up. Like when you think about like the actual premise of it, but I fucking love the The kids are so fucking funny. Honestly, one of the best movies of all time. Overboard I, is one of the, the first gun. movies I've watched on Netflix when it when like they started streaming. Hell yeah! You had hell to yeah! What, was the first thing you typed in? Were you like mullet, or did you type in? <laughs> <laughs> no, the, you... like the the girl I was dating at the time was like, "Oh my god, Overboard! Let's watch that." And I'm like, "I have no clue what that is, but yes, I'll watch it." Uh, you're a girl. <laughs> <laughs> you want to watch it with me? me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Overboard. Uh, I love Overboard. I was like, hey, this is a this is a movie. I think they I love Overboard so much because I live. Yeah, they did recently with, with uh, Anna Ferris. Anna Ferris. Yeah, yeah. It, oh not good. But to be fair to Anna Ferris, neither was the original. So no, no. But Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell pulled it off. That's well. It's that's just... the thing. I mean, they were married for a long time. Are they? Are they still? I think they might have got remarried. They might might be together again. But they were just. They were, had so much chemistry on screen, even though it was a fucked up premise. It was just fun to watch Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn interact. And it's, honestly, it's fun to watch Kurt Russell do anything. I mean, let's look at one of the. I know I say this, but this. I mean, this one's real. <laughs> um, one of the best movies of all time: Big Trouble in Little China. I mean, uh, okay, yeah. Shit. Look yeah. at uh, 
Isn't he in that new Christmas special stuff that they do on Netflix now? It's, it's, not, he is. it's, not, a, it's not a Christmas special. It's a full feature-length film. The Christmas Chronicles. He, they're, making a se- they're making a second one. They are. It's made already. It's coming out soon. I don't know why you have to be so rude to me when I'm just <laughs> learning things. I was agreeing. I was just agreeing. I was just No, like, it's not like... what you say. It's how you say it, Terry. <laughs> And the condescending tone was not appreciated. Listen, you were pretty mean about Scorpion King, and I'm not, you know, it's not I was just not. Me. I listen, I was the one that initially brought it up with my love of society. The mummy. Society wants Scorpion King to get a proper sequel. It's not just me, and you keep attacking me because it's one of the greatest movies of all time. And like you threatened me with a gun, Chelsea. I want you to remember that. But seriously, big trouble. The whole I time. didn't threaten Solid you with film. a gun at all. I didn't. I did not threaten you with a gun. All I said was I was going to buy one. Maybe I was just informing you as a friend. Lopan and Egg Shen's, like, Dragon Ball Z, like, laser off at the end. Like, chef's kiss. They have been dating for 37 years and have never been married. Holy shit. Okay, so they didn't break up. Well, they did. I think I remember, like, that did happen, like, when they were kids, though. Like, it was, like... I don't know. Yeah, they, uh, they, they got have to- a son. Yeah. And this article is from October 7th, 2020. Goldie Hawn yeah. reveals real reason she hasn't married Kurt Russell. Goals, though. Goals right there. Yeah. They have a great attitude towards their relationship. I would have yep. been long divorced if I'd been married. Yep. Can we do a watch along for Big Trouble in Little China soon? So not for Overboard? I mean, we can do that. I'll watch that movie too. Big Trouble <laughs> yeah. in Little China is a better film. But well, I'll obviously, watch over that's not even arguable. But Dave, you, you down for for some Big Trouble in Little China? Oh yeah, you leave or Jack Overboard. Burton alone. You leave Jack Burton alone. <laughs> Chelsea, when was the last time you watched Big Trouble in Little China? I don't. I was young. What? I like. I feel like it was something that was on like Spike or something, and I watched it with my dad. So you don't remember much of Big Trouble in Little China? No, not really. Not much of it. Dude, you're in for a treat. And not even like my dumb ass, let's watch Face Off 47 times treat. Like, Big <laughs> Trouble in Little China is a fucking banger. Dave it's Teller. A, it's a fucking trip. Let me let me just tell you that the one and only time I've ever seen Big Trouble in Little China, I was <laughs> drunk as shit in Terry's basement with him. Yep. <laughs> That's, the a lot of watch, That's the best way to watch many films, honestly. <laughs> Not yes. with Terry though, just drunk by yourself in the basement. No, no, he, he, he was with me, and it was no. A good I add, I'm like the fucking walnut on top of a ten stuffed Oreo. I add. It's like funny in martial arts, right? That's what I remember from it. Yes, yes, one hundred percent. But also, strangely, like a solid plot and a what the fuck like story going on. It's done by John Carpenter. Like, if you don't, if you don't believe me that it's fucking amazing, do you know who John Carpenter is? A director. I mean, yes, director and composer. Um, but he did Halloween. He did the thing. He did oh, fucking a million other things. Let me bring up a list. But like, like some of the best movies of all time, including, um, Big Trouble, Little China. He also did Escape from New York. They Live, The Fog. Gotcha. The list goes on. Although I didn't, I, don't think I didn't know he was good. the director. I thought he just did like the the visual effects. No, he was the director, and he oh. did uh, a lot of the music on a lot of those films. He okay. he created the Halloween theme. That is honestly, yeah, where I where I recognized his name from was from the creation of the theme. I think we had it in sheet music in band class. One hundred percent, yeah, and he was really cool about a lot of that stuff. Uh, it's pretty cheap to get his music. Period. 
In fact, I think it might be free for schools now. I'm, I might awful. be talking out of my ass, but I remember it being really easy for us to get because our teachers were like so like they did not pirate shit. Like I remember them yelling at us whenever we would look up cheap music because we had the internet. Yeah, <laughs> we could just do that. It's like newfangled. <laughs> and it's like we were the smallest school in the area. Who the fuck's gonna know? <laughs> no one. Yeah, no that's one true. <laughs> no one. Zero people pulled. But anyways, if you take anything from this week's podcast on Can't Be Killed Creations, listen to Top That from Teen Witch. Watch Scorpion King. (laughs) uh, And read Willy Wonka. Well, Charlie Chocolate Factory. Extra credit. Watch Scorpion King with (laughs) Top That synced up. (laughs) I'm I'm linked up. She can't sink three minutes. Can you? No, no. Top, even, even more. Can you extra, extra credit? If you're good with computer programming, take the rock <laughs> from the mummy returns and get him to do the dance that they do in Tom <laughs> that. I, I'm pretty, pretty, he kind of already does that with his claws <laughs> when he scuttles around. And she kind of does but a I, weird claw thing in top that. Yeah. So maybe just edit the music over it then. I, I want. I really want to see someone update the CGI. So like they use like CGI rock from like Shazam when he's like kind of like seen oh, a little dude, bit in electricity. I got, I got a YouTube video to show you. Oh, okay. Like, uh, no, Dave, Dave, that's his Pornhub. No, <laughs> Dave, stop. No, Corridor <laughs> <laughs> Crew on on YouTube. They did a vi- a video where they just redid the CG for that <gasps> scripting <scene. gasps> No. Yeah, straight up. I will send it to you in a link. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited we have to end the podcast now. I have things to do. Oh, I like, like masturbate. I also have to Holiday, so this is a gift. You don't it's have better to than Pornhub, it. Dave. That's not true. Well, that's I know that's not true. <laughs> Daily Listen, I can give you I can give you a list of what to watch on Pornhub. <laughs> I was describing the ways that they like thumbnail videos and something and like some other format. And I was like, oh, this is ridiculous. It's not as good as Pornhub. And they were like, there's a name to like how this formatting is. It's not just, I said, where else do I see it every day? Not there. Not there. <laughs> we're not Googling that shit. <laughs> That's in, a, in incognito mode. <laughs> yeah. Like, listen, if they take down Google, how am I supposed to go incognito? You can still, I mean, I can't on my iPhone. I can still go incognito. Well, listen, I don't have Apple products in my house because I know. I'm. Because you're a sellout for Marvel, but not for iPhones. Listen, Fuck iPhones. I, can't, I can't Bing things on a Mac, okay? And you that's... don't Bing. No one Bings. That's why the antitrust lawsuit is happening. Jonah Ray, Jonah Ray taught me the value of Bing and all those commercials, and that's what I do now. Okay? Now they have can, that uh, Duck, Duck America, Go, too, that you can, can use. Can Captain America throw an iPhone like he can a shield? No. Probably. No, he cannot. Probably. Yeah. Then, no, he cannot. I, Fuck Captain America can do, can do whatever he wants. Can Jack Burton catch an iPhone the way he catches that knife in the movie? Mm-mm, he can't. No. Okay, I have seen. Well, I have seen, but I don't remember that. So he drives the Pork Chop Express, Chelsea. Okay, checks in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> Chelsea doesn't even get the reference, but it's just no, okay. but <laughs> no. It's so good. So basically, Jack Burton invented podcasts. I thought okay. you had to go home. <laughs> I... By that, where, I mean, do you, yeah. where do you think that I am? <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god, guys, 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 guys. Can we create this on the podcast? Like, be cool, chat. If you're listening, just be cool. Like from now on, we we create this persona that I am uh I am broadcasting from an undisclosed location. <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm, I'm, I'm driving the pork chop express. Okay, I'm on the road. I'm on. You know, my big rig is and going. Here's a letter. And here's oh a my god, we we can get you some fucking sound effects that are free. I'm sure we can edit that shit in. Dave, you have to come on to write in the field sometime because this has been a blast. But also, you're the only other person in the world that understands all of our top forty references. I mean, I thought I was scheduled for an episode on Saturday. Uh, are we st- is that still happening? Chelsea, is that still happening Saturday? What? We were going to record, was it Digimon? What were we doing? Yeah, I think it was Digimon Part 2. Uh, Saturday, I can't. I can do Sunday. Okay, maybe maybe we'll aim for Sunday, but we'll, we'll get Or I there. can do tomorrow. I can do tomorrow. We might aim for tomorrow then. That'd be a really good one for to fill in gaps for November. Yeah, yeah I'm going to be real busy. A little bit behind um, the scenes uh, magic there for people listening. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I forgot we're still... Listen, when we don't fuck around, we don't fuck around. But, so let Listen. me wrap up real quick. Okay, You're we're a listening. towel. <laughs> You're a <laughs> uh, Thank you so much for listening to Right in the Fields. I mean, Aiming for Mediocrity. The Sorry. only podcast <laughs> that tries to set up uh, goals and, you know, just gets really high and sits on the couch. <laughs> uh thank you so much uh if you like this head over to campykillcreations.com listen to all of our other podcasts it'll make this one make a lot more sense i promise <laughs> it's very insidery i'm aware we um, have a continuity now we do there is there's a whole cinematic universe that you're that you're about to discover um go watch scorpion king um <laughs> If, if you really, really like this, head over to patreon.com slash creations. You can drop a buck or two. It keeps the lights on, keeps us going. We really appreciate it. You can back us over there. I, I was told I need to describe what Patreon is. You give us money to keep making things. It's really simple, and it's really cheap. We have lots of really, really cheap tiers that'll help out. It goes a long way. You can also email us at campykillcreations at gmail.com, and there's no apostrophe in can't. So you can be lazy when you write it and write us a letter. Tell us how, how good we're doing. Write us a letter so I can actually say, here's a letter and then read it. And we're going to do it. As soon as we get a letter, we're going to 100 percent. It would be dope 100%. to get like actual physical fan mail. Oh, OK. I'll set up a P.O. box if somebody wants that. If you send me an email saying you want to set up a P.O. box, I will pay for one. They're they're <laughs> not expensive at all. The, the post office is failing. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're on all the social media at Campy Killed Creations or at Campy Killed Pod. I'm at Resident Stevel on everything you can think of. Dave is at Talgetsky David. Good luck spelling that. We're not going to do it for you. Um, if they find you, they'll find Dave. Yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Where I go, so does Dave go. Always um, watching. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea that Dave's going to be haunting me in purgatory, asking for my papers. Bitch, um, I'm doing it right now. <laughs> Chelsea is not on social media because she's uh, a black ops uh, psyops operative and she studied with the CIA and now she no longer has fingerprints. So, yeah, you need one of those to get social media. So you can't find Chelsea. Fact, anymore. I already have the neuralizer. <laughs> you just can't remember where you put it. The trick is to not erase it. The trick is not to erase that far. Minutes, hours, 
days, years. That's how he says it in the movie when he's explaining. Yep. I know. Finish your outro. I'm sorry. <laughs> I fucking love that movie. It's so, so good. good. It's it's quite possibly one of the best movies ever made. It's one of the best screenplays for sure. Like they teach it in screenplay classes. Like like they're like, if you want to write a movie, fucking study Men in Black because it's perfect. Uh, don't call me kid or, or or chief or anything like that. Whatever you say, slick. Um, anyways, uh, <laughs> this has been aiming for mediocrity, and I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, we're good, guys. Incredible. Nice. You know, I even had a topic for this episode.